0: Welcome to the Extraordinary Women Podcast, where we are all about supporting women over 40 to create and live a fabulous next chapter. You are in a unique generation of women, unlike any before you, with opportunities and longevity that means it's time to intentionally design your fabulous next chapter rather than just live it. That is what the Extraordinary Women magazine and podcast are all about. Let's get started. Who is that next version of you? I want you to introduce yourself and observe what she is doing, how she dresses, how she handles her money, and how she spends her time. And with whom she shares her life. Let's explore that, that that next, even better versions of ourselves. Welcome everyone, I'm Sherry Harmel, host of the Extraordinary Women podcast, as well as the founder and editor of the Extraordinary Women magazine blog and private Facebook group. The Extraordinary Women magazine group is solely focused on supporting women like you to design, create, and live a fabulous next chapter. Well, let's get started by talking with that woman who is the next best version of you. So first question, how does she dress? Now, most of the time when someone asks that question, you think of what you wear to parties or maybe a gathering out with friends, but I'm asking, how does she dress when she's running errands when she's standing on the sideline of her kids or grandkids sports games how does she dress when she's getting on zoom for a call or for a podcast like this how does she dress when she's going out for dinner with friends now if you're like me You probably do very well when you're seen by your community on social media or on Zoom, or when you have a specific event like a lunch or a coffee meeting. That's when we dress up, right? We pay attention to our makeup. We choose our jewelry, put our outfits together. But what about those everyday errands? What about when we pop into the drugstore, or the grocery store, because we have to pick up a couple of things? Now, in Paris, as you all know, I live in Paris about half my time. There isn't a great difference for me. I dress the same whether I'm on a Zoom call or I'm going to the boulangerie. But that is so much a part of the Parisian culture, and I just kind of slide into it. In America, though, it's an entirely different story. And especially when it's cold outside, as it is right now in Boston, or raining, it is actually really difficult to find pretty umbrellas in many of the states and cities that I've lived in because we're a car culture. People run from their cars to the office or shop if it's raining. And then there's the cold, which can be even worse. I lived in Minnesota for about three years before or during COVID I should say and got back to Boston after COVID. It was so cold there. And puffer coats are a fantastic invention for all of those cold climates. But as we all know, we can hide (laughs) what we are wearing under those puffer coats. I mean, we could have our pajamas on underneath those coats. So my next version of me dresses with care every day, regardless of what she has planned or the weather. Why is that? Because how you dress... Whether or not you feel like you have spent, you know, time on your appearance can make all the difference in how you feel about yourself and the world around you. When I spend no time on my appearance, don't put on the lipstick, I truly I look like death if I don't have on lipstick. Don't wear a pretty coat or a scarf when it's cold outside. I find that I've truly accepted that I'm invisible. And that maybe I don't even deserve to be seen. And when that happens, we focus, if you're like me, we focus just on what is the job we're trying to get done? Is it dropping off the packages, you know, picking up the spaghetti sauce or the eggs? We're just focused on the task. And we often, that's when we often, I should say, multitask, which with absolutely no thought for our appearance You know, spending an entire day in exercise clothes doesn't make anyone feel pretty or special. So when I ask the question, you know, who is that next version of you, she is going to slow down and take more care with her appearance. And yes, our bodies do change over time, but instead of buying bigger to cover up those new flaws that have shown up, why not find a good tailor? Having your dresses or your shirts nipped in a little bit at the waist can make all the difference, especially if you're struggling like me and have found that your waist um, has disappeared. But how can you make, you know, a, a big black puffer coat pretty? Well, scarves are my answer to everything, and this might be because of my time in France. The French have figured out, That scarves are like a a much needed necessity, I, I should say, to our outfits, to putting together what it is that we're going to wear. Because scarves allow us to, you know, wear some of the same things in many different ways. The scarf changes the entire look of the outfit. So what happens to that black puffer coat when you have an absolutely magnificent scarf? I want you to try it out. Just see how different it might feel, both with a warm coat or if you're not in a climate where you need anything warm, try a scarf with just, a you know, two different shirts and see see how, in fact, it changes the way you feel about yourself and the way what you see, I should say, when you look in the mirror. Very fun. Next question to ask that next version of you, is how does she handle her money? Money is a topic that I actually love to talk about, and I think we should talk about it more often, especially as women. We live longer. More and more of us are uh, finding ourselves solo at a certain phase of our life. And um, therefore, we need to take care of our money and we need to feel confident that we can take care of our money. So that next version of you is most likely really, really good with money. Investments as well as budgeting. And budgeting is all about those little things that, you know, add up every month. So it's not always just about how do I make more money, but what do you do with the money you have? And, you know, a balance sheet has two sides to it, the income and expenses. So let's talk about the expenses first. What if you took a break from shopping? I recently went through my clothes closets and I found so many pieces, this is embarrassing, that I had forgotten about. Some even still had their tags on them. So for one month, I'm making a commitment that I'm not going to purchase anything I don't need. There is no more, oh, that looks good, oh, that's a great price, none of that. I'm gonna see for one month what it feels like. So join me and make January your, not necessarily your dry month, but your no shopping month. Let's all try it and see how we feel. Also, go through your closets and do a clearing. This is what I found. I have all kinds of pieces that, you know, I've, I've now realized, oh my gosh, those would look great. Why am I not wearing that more often? Or if it's something that just doesn't suit you anymore or doesn't fit you anymore, take it to a consignment shop. If you don't feel comfortable giving it away, take it to a consignment shop. Consignment shops are great. I have sold so much clothing and actually decor items and even furniture in consignment shops over, gosh, probably the last 10 years. And truly getting that check in the mail feels like money earned. (laughs) So try it out. Now also, we're still on the expense side. Look through your 2022 expenses to see if there are specific areas of weaknesses that you could change. For me, it's the impulse purchases that have anything to do with my skin books. Now if someone, let's talk about the skin first. If someone writes that a skincare product you know did amazing things for their skin and they're say over 30, I'm ready to hit the purchase button. I have done this for years and what I have found is that when I go into the cabinet and I see all these products, most of them have never even been opened and I have no idea why I purchased it. Also, don't know how old it is. So consequently, I don't even know if the product is expired. So for me, that's something that I am going to avoid going forward. I'm going to take my time rather than just going after that impulse purchase. Another area for me is books, Amazon honestly should have a program for their diamond shoppers because that would be me. But this is in contrast, and I recognized it as soon as I went through my expenses for 2022 because I love local bookstores. So why am I buying books on Amazon? Well, I'm buying books on Amazon because it's like instant gratification. I don't have to walk to the bookstore. I don't have to wander around the bookstore. Next day, I love... Nothing more than standing in a bookstore, but it's so much easier to just hit you know, "Buy now" on Amazon, whether it's uh, an ebook or it's an actual delivery book. So why not create a list? Amazon makes it possible for us to have wish lists, so I'm going to keep a running list of books that I want to read on Amazon and that, and only purchase what I can read in a few weeks, and also really create the intention and actually follow through of shopping at my local bookstore. Now, there's some things that have gone up during our inflationary times. Absolutely. Food, clothing, gas went up, and then gas came down. Services, though, have gone sky high. And there is talk now that, that services might never come down in terms of pricing. I know Ubers are probably twice the cost that they were before the pandemic. Eating out has become super expensive, and frankly, the quality of the food, and this is true whether I'm in Boston or I'm in Paris, has gone down, and people are talking about it now, and part of it is a uh, probably a cost management standpoint uh, from restaurants. We now tip Far more than we ever did before, primarily because there's a labor shortage everywhere. And we want those that are working to keep working. So ask yourself, what can you control? You know, it might be doing more cooking at home. And if you live solo, I know sometimes I'm, I'm a solo liver. And so cooking is sometimes, gosh, do I really want to eat that for three days? But I am going to embrace freezing meals so that i'm not eating the same thing every night but that i have an array of options that i can choose from that i have made myself as for those ubers let's try to walk more maybe pushing ourselves to try mass transit more often or be more planful when you get into the car i was determined last time i was in paris which i just came back right before christmas to learn more bus routes in Paris. I had my set routes all figured out, totally comfortable with those. But I wanted to know how to get to more places via the bus in Paris. And then I'm also, because I live in the Seaport area of Boston, they put in something called the Silver Line a number of years ago, and I have yet to be on the Silver Line. And because I'm in the seaport, that is the only line that comes into the seaport. So I am committed to learning and getting myself on that silver line if it's the last thing I do in the seaport. Now, let's switch gears a little bit, and we're going to talk about your investments. Do you have the best team that you could have to help you manage your investments? So many people, you know, say... 60 plus have retired or are retiring. And retirements are changing investment teams. So it's time to check in. Who's running the team and what are their qualifications? Now this applies whether you have a portfolio, single portfolio with individual stocks or you're part of a mutual fund. Who is running the show within that particular fund or managing the investments that you have. I've recently changed and that was not easy to do, but it was the right thing to do because the lead investment advisor on my team retired and her successor, although she's a fantastic financial planner, is not an investment analyst. And the people that she added to her team were also more generalists. They had great planning skills, but not one of them with what I called robust investment training or experience. We are going through much more difficult investing times than we have experienced in the last decade plus. And this is going to require much more than financial planning. So get in there and find out who's, who's got the investment know-how that you need for your portfolio going forward. As for your retirement plans, maybe your primary investing is done within a 401k. Well, that next version of you is a woman who is on top of her money, and that includes that 401k that maybe you previously only pulled out once a year. Dive into the funds that your retirement plan is invested in. Who's running it? Have there been changes? What does it invest in? Does the focus of the fund fit the economic times we are now in? It has changed significantly. And it is time that you get in and take charge. I I don't know how else to put it, but take charge of your money. And then what about taxes? This is one thing to consider is that if you're pushing up against a higher tax bracket, you could potentially increase your 401k contribution that would in turn keep you below that next bracket upcharge. So my guess, my best guess is that the next version of you would much rather add to her long-term security than pay more taxes. Now, next question is how? Does that next version of you feel about herself and the world around her? And this involves a confession. I got into watching YouTube videos during COVID. I really watched zero YouTube. My investment in YouTube was zero prior to COVID. But suddenly it became, I I would say, a replacement actually for regular television. Well, my current addiction is trying to stay on top of the you know, the woes of the economy, so to speak, and believe it or not, the Harry and Meghan saga gads. I mean, this was totally negative, negative, negative video input that was going into my brain on a regular basis. One day, I went for a walk, and as I walked, I reflected on this amount of time that I had spent on YouTube with these negative videos. And I said to myself, girl, you need to change this up. I still love YouTube, don't get me wrong. I switched to watching more home decorating videos, though, because those always end up positive, don't they? And I added Louise Hay, who I haven't listened to for years. She's really quite an amazing woman. Who has since passed but oh my gosh she was influential in the self-help world and in the affirmations world and i also added in other uplifting and inspiring stories and i have to say my entire outlook changed suddenly i was sleeping better and i was feeling much much more positive about the world so that saying you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with actually includes what it is that you watch. In a recent CBS Sunday Morning series, David Pogue did a segment called Good News You Missed in 2022. I've included the link down in the show notes because I think it's something everyone should watch. And here's just a little sample. And it's all about our... The environment. 20 years ago, clean energy provided about 8% of US power. And this year, that number is over 38%. And of all the new power capacity that we built this year, 81% of it runs on renewable power. I watched that program and I had a smile on my face. So, good news good video input, if we want to call it that, makes us feel optimistic. Therefore, that next version of you will guard what she chooses to spend her time doing and watching because she knows that affects how she thinks about the world and her role in the world. Now, that next version of you also plans out at least one yearly adventure. My guess is that the next version of you, that next better version of you, doesn't have an ever-growing bucket list that just, you know, you add to, but it stays in the drawer. If it's travel to somewhere that you want, try managing your money better, your expenses, as we talked about, so that you could possibly add one thing on that list and make it happen. I've got two trips planned in 2023, and both are with people that I met in 2022 who invited me on these special trips for the upcoming year. So my bucket list includes travel, but it also includes building community. So this is perfect. Now, one of these trips is to a more remote section of France, not on a direct train line. And I have to figure out how to get there. Nerve wracking Absolutely. But I know that stretching myself will actually grow my self-confidence. If it's starting that business that you've always dreamed of, talk to others in that space, figure out your first next steps. I call it first next steps. And do it. Why not? What do you have to lose? That next version of you is a self-confident woman. And to be truly self-confident, you have to stretch yourself. It's super easy to be confident if you stay in your same neighborhood, never get on a plane, and only dream about the businesses that you want to start, and make sure that you surround yourself with like-minded people. But I call that fake confidence or situational confidence. Real confidence comes from knowing that you'll be okay no matter what you face, because you have this bank of experiences you've already worked through. All those challenges that you've already faced and conquered. Keeping our lives small and safe might on the surface feel good, but ultimately choosing small and safe will create insecurity and diminish your self-confidence. That little voice inside your head will start to question Your ability to handle anything outside of the neighborhood or the same routine. And that, my friends, creates not-so-fabulous behaviors. The next version of you wants a bigger life, more expansive emotions, security, and yet more adventure. More confidence and comfort with trying new things and meeting new people. That next version of you wants that real confidence that comes from knowing you can manage everything that happens, good and bad, with grace, humility, courage, and competence. So let's all introduce ourselves to the next, even better versions of ourselves. Ladies, the Extraordinary Women magazine is all about supporting you. If you liked this podcast, please hit the like button and share this podcast with other women who you think might benefit from our conversations. We are a new generation of women who are not going to quietly fade into our next chapters, but instead design a fabulous one. Now inside the Extraordinary Women magazine, there are articles on side hustles, travel, style, relationships, as well as the all-important self-care sign up for the extraordinary women magazine it's free so don't hesitate don't procrastinate subscribe now you'll then get notices of podcast updates quarterly magazines and even blogs all of this is free so don't hesitate don't say i'll do this later and share it with other women who are on this same journey i want to thank you for joining me today and have a fantastic week. I look forward to seeing you soon. Abiento.